Resistance Culture presents Pep Talk with Big Pep. What's up, everybody? It's Pep Talk Episode 1. I'm your host, Big Pep. We've been talking about this for a long time. We've been figuring out when we should do this, how we should do this. But you know what? We're finally doing it. Episode 1. Let me introduce my first guest ever. Good friend of mine. Great artist. Known him for several years. And now, co-star of Pep Talk, our web series. A food connoisseur like me. A beer connoisseur like me. My little brother, Mr. Juan Ramirez. Let's go. You have a great uh, podcast voice. <sighs> thank I mean, you. Thank you for having me on your very first episode of your podcast, Pep Talk. I think that's what we're going to call it, Pep Talk. We've been going through names, but I think Pep Talk's the way, right? Yeah. There is a Pep Talk. Oh, there is? There is a Pep Talk. Fuck them. I know. Like you said it, I'm thinking it, but yeah, I'm pep talk. So, what up? What up? I don't know why I'm, I feel like so nervous for this. I talk to you every day. <laughs> I literally see you every day. It's probably because we're in an actual studio. Yo, shout out to Persistence Culture. Persistence Culture letting us use their studio. They're the best gym in Ventura County. If you fuck with CrossFit, if you want to meet great people, Persistence Culture is where it's at. But... You like that ad? I was like, yeah, oh, that was tight. You know, eventually it's going to be like, Manscaped. That was smooth. Manscaped and fucking... Manscaped? Yeah. Uh, what's that? Bar of soap? The Sasquatch? Oh, yeah. yeah. Or like a bed. A bed? A bed. Like, <laughs> oh, I got this therapeutic bed. You want to be sponsored by a bed? Hey, they pay me. That'd be kind of tight. That would be. But I also would love to be sponsored by like food and beer. Food and beer. Yeah. That's the goal, right? That's the real sponsor. What would be your ideal sponsor? Oh, shit. Probably like Cinnabon. <laughs> Cinnabon. I love it. That sounds amazing. It Imagine. does. You had told me years ago that you used to work at an ice cream shop, right? No, donut no, shop. Donut shop, yeah. Um, where at? Voodoo Donuts in uh, Colorado off Colfax and I don't know the other street. But yeah, Voodoo Donuts, it's a pretty popular uh, chain now. They have a few of them. Started out in Portland, Oregon. Mm-hmm. Um, and then they got one out there. Yeah. Used to work there. That was pretty fun. Nice. So for the people who don't know who you are Uh and probably are wondering who is this guy? Um, let me give him a quick little, actually, no, you give us a rundown. How do we know each other? How do we know one another? You want me to give the rundown? Yeah. Um, how do we know each other? Uh, we met through logic Okay. Um, shout I, out Logic. Shout out. Shout out. Three hundred one. Uh-huh. Three hundred one. Maryland. Maryland. Uh, what else did he say? I don't know. Peace, love, positivity. Right back. Right back. Um, we met through Logic. You got hired for security in what year? Twenty seventeen. Twenty seventeen. Oh, okay. What What month was that that you got? I got officially hired on. Um, right before the Everybody Tour, I consider mm-hmm. it was almost like a birthday present because I had worked a event for him when he was bringing out his documentary for the everybody Mm -hmm. uh, album i worked that event and then yeah a few weeks after my birthday it was when he was like yo i need you want he hired me he hired me to do a a tour turn it Mm -hmm. up turn it turn it ended up being now five years damn wait he hired you to do a tour before uh 
everybody or no or he had I did, yeah sorry my uh memory's all fucked up he asked me to do a like a gig like hey work with jordan during this during the documentary just make sure i'm good or whatever mm-hmm. and then after that right before the everybody tour dates came out is when he sat me down and he was like hey i, I i'd like for you to come and work for mm-hmm. me and that was like a couple of days, a couple of weeks after my birthday. So, oh, see, I never knew that. I still barely people, found out. A lot of people don't. Um, then we got hired the same year because I also got hired 2017. Yeah. But I got hired like literally like two weeks before tour. I remember um, you you coming in and then you were sleeping in his uh, spare bedroom. Yeah. Yeah. I was sleeping in the, in the guest room um, when he was still living at that other house. Uh, yeah, I, th- I feel like the first time I really met you, like truly just met you as a per- I feel like it was just one random morning that you were there and we were going somewhere. Probably. I feel like we were going to the, um, the Take It Back music video shoot. And at Universal Studios, yeah. uh, movie lot. Yeah. Cause that was literally my second day, which was pretty wild for me. Cause it was like, I got there really late the first day he was just doing practice or, uh, what is it called? Rehearsal for the tour mm-hmm. and then we went home that night but i went home with like lenny and christian gotcha um and then i hadn't met you yet because you weren't there i don't think and then the next morning you were there hella early i woke up and i was like who's this random fool <laughs> sitting in the kitchen sitting in the kitchen um but yeah you said hi you were kind of scary you're you weren't as talkative as you are now yeah well because back then i had to you know don't get me wrong I'm very serious about my job, but the, during that time, I was like, I got to be extra serious. <laughs> I got to make sure that I keep my job. No fuck boys allowed. All Damn. That, all that. Damn, you thought I was a fuck boy? I just didn't know. You who, know I that. didn't know who was who. True. Yeah. So I didn't either. I mean, we were both new, so no one, re- neither of us really knew mm-hmm. each other. You knew Jordan, but. Exactly. Nothing so so people that. who don't know Jordan is my partner in the, in, in the bodyguard world. We've been, him and I have been doing this for like five years as well. He'll probably be on our podcast pretty soon. Um, shout out Bo. Shout out Big Bo. Big Bo Tiller. Big R and B Bo. Bo the body. Big Bo. Bo. Uh, what was it? Dark chocolate. Dark chocolate. <laughs> <laughs> Doctor Strickland. <laughs> no, that was a week. I'm trying. To, I'm trying. So this is our. This is my first podcast. So I'm trying to figure out all these buttons. So we got like. Ooh. I'm be using that one a lot on you. No. That's Never like, mind. That's I'm like, confused now. <laughs> yeah, especially when I make like some dad jokes or something. It's like fuck. And then what else we got? Oh, when your teeth are nice and white. That post nut clarity. Oh. Oh. That <laughs> <laughs> was the real deal. All right. So going back to it. So. You got hired on. We met, uh-huh. and then over the years. People now know you as pretty much Logic's creative director. You draw. You draw for a living, pretty yeah, much, you know? I really do. You really do. Um, shit, where did it start? Uh, drawing for a living or where did it start? How did it get to that point? No, like, Bob? let's talk about... No, I want to talk about from the beginning. So, pretty easy questions. Mm-hmm. And I want to make this very as a fluid, fluent? Fluent? Fluid. Fluid. You got, got you. Trust me, the listeners are going to understand that I get stuck with my words a lot. So That's why I'm here. <laughs> who inspired you to draw? Why'd you keep on drawing? You know, what do you remember your first piece of drawing you made? Wow. 
Uh, who inspired me to draw? Um, I mean, there's a bunch of artists that inspire me constantly. Like, I'm always finding new artists on Instagram or just, like, through other artists. Uh, my friends that are artists, they all inspire me. But, like, what inspired me to keep going, it wasn't really a specific artist or a specific person. I've never had someone that I'm like, oh, I want to do what they're doing. I mean, I do. But that's not what pushed me mm-hmm. to to get where I am. What really pushed me was my family. Because they were always so... Um, supportive of everything and anything that I want to do and then never let me really believe that I couldn't. So that's what always kept me me pushing. It's crazy. They're always like, oh, you're doing like such cool things now. And I'm like, yeah, because of you guys. Like I wouldn't have had their confidence to do it if they weren't always like, you can do anything. And they just drilled that into me so much and so often that I was like, yeah, I can't do anything. That's so that's kind of what got me here. So... Again, the motivation from your family, mm-hmm. you work for Logic. What was the first actual piece of, whether it be art, clothing that you drew for Logic? Or what, what caught his attention? Or I mean, I remember when you got hired on, you were his assistant. Yeah. And then now you became his creative director. Exactly. Art director. Or art director. Sorry. Gotcha. Art director. What exactly you think... Is it that sold him on like, man, I got to have this guy with because of because of this drawing that you did? Yeah. Uh, well, okay, so if we're going to go like to the take it back, take it way back. No, like, <laughs> um, if we're going to go way back to to how it all started, I was doing um, like work wise. I was roofing uh, with my dad. Um, over summers and sometimes like, no, never during school. He never wanted me to during school. But over summers, I would do roofing with my dad. And then, um, uh, sorry, dad, but I got really sick of doing that and I didn't want to do that anymore. Um, cause it's hot and it's a lot of work. So I've, I got a job at Voodoo Donuts and that's when I worked there for a while. I met a lot of really cool people there. It's like such a melting pot of different people that I learned a lot from working there. And I also worked the night shift. So I just saw like, we, it's 24 hours. Like it never closes. So Jeez. you just get weirdos. Yeah, I'm sure. 24-hour places are nuts. Yeah, and on Colfax, if you're from Denver, you know Colfax is like... Shout out Colfax! <laughs> Colfax is like the the um, downtown LA. Something downtown LA. Anything downtown okay. LA. You know what's funny? I think there's a Colfax in LA. In LA? Yeah, yeah, I think so. I think Colfax is one of like the longest highways or roads in the US. I don't know. Might nah, be wrong. M- might be right. <laughs> True. True. Um, but yeah, my dad didn't really like me working that job because I was working the night shift and Colfax was sketchy. So I had to quit working there. And then um, I was a lab monitor at my school. I went to the University of Colorado Denver. Shout out University of Colorado Denver. Shout out UCD. UCD. College, huh. grad, college graduate? No. No. <laughs> no, no, no. Still the wrong one. No, no, yeah. There we go. <laughs> Shout out UCD College dropout. Yeah, yeah. let's go. <laughs> yeah, never got my degree. I went there for three years, and then the last year, the whole time, like being a lab monitor, that seemed like a really cool thing to me because all the cool kids were in lab. So monitor. what exactly is that? I feel like you're in a, you just you're, overseeing a lab of what of computers. Oh, okay, that's it. Since I was going for. Uh, 3D animation 
That was my... 3D. So what, what exactly is 3D animation? Like Pixar, uh, DreamWorks, all those movies that are made with... Like, like Finding Nemo? Yeah, everything. Jeez. All, like every... All computer-generated effects and everything, that's what you go... Or like that's what the program taught you. Sick. Yeah, it was tight. Um, but I realized I like didn't really want to do that as much as I thought I did. How come? Uh, it's not that I didn't want to do it. It's just I had done... The, the way the program was set up, it was like you did three years of learning everything you need to learn. And then the last year you do a short film with, and you like just put all the knowledge from before to work that last year. But, um, I don't know. I was just like, do I really want to do this like that bad? It was tight and I learned a lot and it was cool to learn that. But I was like, do I really want to do this? It's kind of hard to get a job in that industry. You got to be like like, be more realistic. Yeah. I was was like, you got to be like the top of the top. And I mean, I could if I wanted to. Sure. But I don't think I wanted to at that point. I didn't know yet. I wasn't sure. Um, but yeah, I was lab monitor for a while, um, which was pretty cool. I was like, okay, I guess I'll like, cause I had to spend hours there just sitting there waiting for someone to need me. Jeez. Um, yeah. But I was like, I guess I'll spend my time just drawing and working on my craft or Mm. whatever. So that's what I did for the most part. And then besides sleeping when I shouldn't be. Um, And uh, yeah, that's when I went to, and when I was in my third year of college, I went to a Logic concert. I remember you had told me the story. You said it was, so it was, who who was it? It was Logic, (laughs) Cuddy? Uh, No, No, it wasn't that tour. It was a Dizzy, right? Maybe. Okay. Well, whatever, but, but but Logic was headlining. Yeah, okay. yeah, it was his show. So, oh, the funny thing, no, so my homie Seth, that's how we hit it off. We got to talking about, like, what music we liked, and he was like, Logic, oh, Tits is coming out, and we got super hype about it. Yeah. And then once it for came people out. people who don't know, we're not just saying Tits is oh, yeah. Tits. Yeah. Tits is a, an abbreviation for the incredible, the incredible True Story, which yeah. is one of Logic's albums, so don't yeah, forget. Just abbreviating it. Yeah, yeah, don't forget, because we're saying Tits. 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 I'm not talking about. all right go on um so yeah he came out with the album i was hyped he did a he was doing a tour for it and i told seth i was like let's get tickets and he was like no i don't know i'm at work and we just never got tickets and he sold out and i was pissed um so i ended up drawing a picture of him of bob or logic as Mm -hmm. people know him um and i tagged him in it and he happened to see it which was really cool. And he DM me at like two in the morning and he was like, yo, I'm setting up two or three tickets for you and a couple friends to come see me. I saw your drawing. It's really tight. Color it. I was like, okay, cool. You said so, color? Yeah. Cause it was just a, it was just like line art. Oh, okay. Yeah. And then he was like, color it. Hold on. So when you got your fucking favorite artist <laughs> DMing you back saying, I fuck with your shit. I mean, how'd, how'd you feel? Did, Bro, I, I freaked out. It was nuts. It was super nuts. I, I was like, I couldn't believe it because I, I didn't draw the drawing expecting something from it. I just did it just because that's what I always do. Yeah. Um, I was like, he's my favorite artist right now, so I'm going to draw a picture. And he ended up really liking it. And I woke up at like two in the morning and saw the message. And I went and woke up uh, my homie that went with me. And I was like, wake up. We got logic tickets. We yeah. did it. We, we did made it. it. We made it. <laughs> So, uh, yeah, it was tight. I got tickets and then it could have, uh, really just ended right there. 
like that's as far as it could have gone. I couldn't just gone to the show, but I went to the show and I took my sketchbook with me and it's not like a really small, it's like kind of, it's a nice size sketchbook and I rolled it up and I shoved it in my back pocket and I took it with me. And then during the show, I DM'd him again. Cause I was like, what do I have to lose? Yeah, exactly. Um, it's not like he's going to DM you twice. Yeah. Back. No way. I was like, there's no way he's going to answer. And I was like, yo, thank you for the tickets. I can't wait to see you perform. Uh, I brought my sketchbook with me. I'd love to give you the drawing. I colored it. I'd love to give it to you if, uh, if, if you, you have, have the time. opportunity. Yeah. yeah. And he hit me back and he was like, oh yeah, sure. Uh, I'll send my, uh, assistant. Who's, uh, who was it? It wasn't Christian. Um, it was uh, Little J. Little J. Yeah. Little J. Yeah. Little J was the assistant at the time. He was like, I'll send my assistant uh, to go get you. And it was like right, it was like right before he was about to perform. He was Damn. about to go up. And he took us backstage. Um, we went downstairs. It's so funny because like I think back to the moment mm-hmm. and I tried to, you know how we're always in the green room. We're always like around Bob and everything. Exactly. It was, Again, we keep on saying Bob. But oh, it, yeah. So it's. It's logic, but but we know him as Bob. I just know him as Bob. Yeah, so go, let's go ahead. I always call him Bob now. Um, so I went down there, and and it's I tried to think of all the people that were in the room, because Mike was probably still there, Justin was there, mm-hmm. Jordan was working, and I, I can't see any of them. I can't imagine any of them, but I'm sure they saw me, and they saw, like, a little fan. Oh, of course. Fanboy freaking out. Of course. Out. I mean, you know, every time that... We're done with the show, and, we, and you know, he logic is very, he's very good about bringing in fans and yeah. stuff like that, and you know, super, you know, whether it be fans or fanatics or just people he sees across, you know, the the stadium or whatever, he brings them in, and we're just like, oh, maybe these guys are gonna freak out, maybe not, <laughs> maybe they might faint, maybe they might want to hug them. So you could just see the stress you in their just eyes. See the stress, you know, so they're so stressed so when they you, walk in. So you were one of them. At one point. I was, yeah, I, that was me for sure that night. And, uh, I gave him the drawing and I think he lost it, but that's okay. Damn. Um, uh, and then, yeah, we were about to walk out and then I was like, you know what? I'm going to just kind of plug myself real quick. You shot your shot. <laughs> yeah. I shot Ooh. my shot. I went for it. Um, I was like, maybe he'll never talk to me again, but you know what? He wasn't really talking to me before anyway. So I love it. I love it. Um, so I shot my shot and I was like, yo, I do uh, art. I'm going to school for art. And if you ever need anything, like, let me know. And then he was like, oh, cool. He didn't really like say anything else. He was just like, oh, cool. Okay. Didn't think anything of it. We saw the show. It was cool. We went home. Um, and then I just kept going to school, living that life. For how much longer? Uh I don't, I really don't think it was that much long because he was still on tour by the time he hit me up the next time. Okay. Uh, so he hit me up later and it was always at like two in the morning or like absurd times, but luckily I was in school. So I was always up at mm-hmm. really dumb times. Uh, and I'm sure like, you know how it is now on, on tour. He's always up super late. Yeah. Till so he hit five me, in the morning. Yeah, yeah. He'd hit me up with like a random idea he had or something. What was the idea um, that, that, do you remember it? The very first one he hit me up for was, um, I feel like I can say it now, but at the time I couldn't. He was like, keep it on the low. Of course. Of course. Um, he wanted to do a children's book and he was like, yo, can you, I really like this like Mega Man you'd made. Um, can you make a baby that kind of looks similar to that? And I drew like three different babies 
And he's like, yeah, these are cool, but like, can you make them look a little more like this or like, like the other thing? And I sent him another one. He was like, this is perfect. And then like I sent him the baby doing different things like walking, crawling, sure. um, stuff like that. And he was like, yo, these are so sick. I, lo- I love how, I think that was one thing that he really like loved about me and still loves about me is I'm able to take direction really well. Mm-hmm. Um, Cause he, he literally told me that night, he was like, I love how quick you are to take direction and I would fix whatever he, he envisioned to make it match his vision. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, that was one of the first things I did. It wasn't really anything serious. Like it wasn't, I don't think it was going to go anywhere immediately. So I didn't think anything, anything of it. I just kept going to school. Um, and then Jess, his ex-wife, um, was doing, um, what was she doing? The vlog. And she was doing merchandise. Yep. And she hit me up, not her, but through Bob. He hit me up and he was like, yo, she needs a logo. She needs some um, merch design. So I started doing that stuff. And this was all, keep in mind, this was all for free. I had no. <laughs> so, yeah, I, I don't know any of this. Yeah. All right. I just, I just, I just, I just remember, I just remember you telling me about the concert. Mm-hmm. And then from what I was aware, you and me are working together. So yeah. I didn't know you were working for. For his ex. Yeah, I did I did stuff for her first before I did anything for him. Uh so I did that stuff and that kind of got going. But again, wasn't really thinking anything of it. I thought I was just gonna be working on the side and still going to school um and figuring it out from there. And then the thing that really took off was he had this idea for some characters, and it was like eight characters. And he was like, I'm gonna um, use these characters for something. I can't say exactly what because I'm pretty sure it's still in the works. Um, but he was like, "I'm gonna use these. I need eight of them by like Monday morning," and it was like Saturday night or something. Jeez! And I was like, "Oh God!" But I was just so hyped about everything that I was like, "Yeah, okay." And I did it, and I made the eight characters, and I sent them to him, and he like, he was like, blown away. He was truly blown away that night. Because of how fast I did it. I'm, I was even blown away. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I did that. And then, again, still nothing came. No work came out of it. Besides, not like real Oh, work. no, like full-time job. Yeah, or no, no job came out of it. I was yeah. just doing this for fun. Yeah, I mean, you love the artist for, as well. Yeah, for the love of yeah. the art. Um, and then I realized how much I wasn't liking school anymore. And how I was going to finish my last year, but I, it wasn't like... I truly wanted to. Yeah. Uh, and then summer was coming up and I was like, I can't work at the donut shop. I don't want to be lab monitor. I don't want to do roofing. I want to get out of Colorado. Yeah. Um, and I, again, shot my shot and I was like, Hey, are you going on tour for everybody? Cause it had just come out and he was like, keep it on the low, but yes. And I was like, Oh, cool. Cool do you need someone to help you with something with anything? I love it. Um, I was like, I'll do literally anything. I'll do whatever. Do you have a job for me? And then, uh, he didn't say yes. He was just kind of like, I'm not sure. He's like, let me, let me get back to you on that. And I kind of waited for a while. I'll, I'll never forget that day either. The day he actually hit me up about it. I was at the zoo just enjoying my day thinking nothing of it. He sent me, uh, you know, the Rick and Morty intro that we yeah, did for yeah, yeah. Bobby Tarantino? Uh, two, right? Yeah. 
Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Um, he sent me that, just the audio, and he was like, "Yo, I want you to animate this, like the audio of." of right. Yeah. Yep, and I yep. like listen to it at the zoo. I'm like putting it to my ear because I don't want anyone to hear it. Um, and he sent me that. He's like, I want you to animate this, and I was like, Oh, okay, cool. That's so sick. I'll do it. Whatever. Um, and then, like an hour later, he calls me, and he asked me like how much I make at at my job, and then he was like, Okay, cool, cool. Did you tell him like, dude, I make a shit ton of money? Or <laughs> no, I kept it real. I was like, dude, I'm making like two hundred dollars a week. <laughs> it's trash. Being a lab on there was not good pay, but yeah. whatever. I kept it real. I was like, I'm not making shit. Um, and he's like, Cool, cool, cool. And he hung up. And then he called me back and he was like, so this isn't for sure. However, my assistant Christian just got promoted to day-to-day manager and I'm going to need an assistant on tour. And I was like, it's going down. (laughs) I was like, are you asking me? And then he was like, yeah, like I said, not for sure. Not anything like for sure yet. So let me figure some stuff out um, and I'll call you back later. And then he, uh, I waited like almost the whole day, I got back home and then he called me again and he was like, so are you down? He's like, it's kind of a big deal. Like you're going to be leaving your home. You're going to be gone for whatever, how long it was like two months. And you're going to leave everything behind basically and quit your job and quit school for the time being. And I was like, yeah, fuck it. Yeah, I'm down. Hell yeah. yeah. No, that was almost more perfect, but it was the wrong one. No, this is the top one, isn't it? Uh, Where's the cheers? No, I Jesus Christ! <laughs> Fuck. Okay, we're gonna go with this one. So, Juan got a job working for Logic. Wow. Yeah, <laughs> I no. don't know why everyone's laughing. I know. Fuck. <laughs> Fuck you guys. I'll get these down. All right. So we're at the point where you just get hired on. Yeah. Um, before we move forward, mm-hmm. one thing in pep talk that I I'm gonna do is when I have guests, get oh, better oh, chairs. Oh. Get better chairs. <laughs> like, no, because the studios are free and persistence cultures true. Hooking it up. Shout out to Persistence Culture. Best gym in Ventura wow. County. Fuck with them. Thank you. Um, however, I enjoy alcoholic beverages. Ooh, I know uh, you enjoy alcoholic beverages. I like to keep sure it. Do. I like to keep them local. So today. What do we got? We got. <laughs> Made West Hazy IPA. Shout out Made West. Shout out. If y'all want to sponsor us, sponsor us. If not, we'll just keep on buying your beer. So I ain't that <laughs> But it's all good. And here we For go. For you? For me. Drum roll again. I'm going to share some with you. Some of your drink? Some of your drink. Oh. But I'm also, wow. but I'm doing I don't know about a hard that. seltzer. Reason why. I got a wedding coming up in a couple months. I got to look <laughs> fit, so. I look sexy. You got to look sexy. The wifey's saying, hey, I don't want any rolls. So, you know, Damn. she goes. She said that? No, nah, she didn't. I'm just <laughs> saying that. Cheers. Cheers. Big dogs only. Big dogs only. <laughs> Damn. You want to hear this? You want some ASMR? 
I should be in commercials for that. Oh no, I don't want to fuck up their their table. Yeah. Oh. Nice. Nice. Shout out this persistence towel. Persistence towel. <laughs> the, the the yellow towel because yellow. they have a yellow wall and their whole logo is yellow. I'm gonna try some of your made. All West. everything yellow. Uh. All right. So. You got hired by Logic. Sure did. 2017. Mm-hmm. You said, fuck the donut shop. <laughs> I got a bounce from Colorado. You get hired by your favorite artist. Yep. This is when you and I come together. We do the everybody tour. Mm-hmm. You and I surprisingly end up going to Europe for like. Yeah. Fuck. Well, the crazy thing before we even before we even dive into like later tours. <laughs> um, sick first of all hey that happens <laughs> i'm not shy um, oh i know <laughs> no before we dive into like the other tours that we did and whatever else we did it was really sketchy for me at the not sketchy it was like i was very um because you go on first off you got hired on as what because remember so you had said just do you have a job period right and all, of a sudden, it's like, and all of a sudden he's like i'm gonna give you this job but did you know what it was uh no, well when he called I knew he had just promoted Christian and then he was like, You're gonna be my assistant. It's not that great of a job. He's like, It's not not that it's not that great of a job, but it's not what I'm meant for. And he knew that. Mm-hmm. He was very aware of that. He's like, But it's all I have right now. I don't have an art related job for you. Um and I was like, I don't care, I go to get to go on tour, travel the country and hopefully more. Mm-hmm. Hell yeah. And but the thing is, it was just supposed to be for the summer. It was just for everybody tour. Oh, so he had told he he had told you only two months. Yeah, he was like just those two months, and then when we were on tour, that's when he started kind of bugging me, and he was like, "So, uh, are you gonna come back to California with me?" Oh, you're right, because you didn't know whether or not you were gonna stay in college. Yeah, I remember that. Yeah, I remember that. It was a big deal because like, and you know, especially with uh, Hispanic families, it's kind of a big deal to go to college and to get your degree and. Uh, especially for my family, my dad was always telling me how I had to like break the break the cycle of not getting your degree, being the first one, sure, to get it because he almost got his as well, but he didn't. And um, I wanted to break the cycle, but this opportunity presented itself, and uh, Bob was like, "You're gonna meet a lot of people that are already in the industry that you want to be in." Um, and he's right. I met like Dan Harmon, Justin Roiland, the creators of Rick and Morty. I've met um, Ela and Ethan from uh, H3 Podcast, um, and they have, like, their own merch line. I've met just a bunch of people that inspired me to to just do what I want to do. And um, I remember talking to Dan Harmon's, I don't know if it's his wife, his girlfriend, wife. Um, I remember talking to her, and I was like, Bob presented me with this opportunity to keep working with him, but I have to drop out of college. And she was like, to tell you to drop out of college, it's like to tell people to stop going to church. It's hard to say that to you. She was like, but think about where you are and who you've met already just in the two months working here and who you could potentially meet in the future. She's like, you know how many times she's a writer, I think. Mm-hmm. She's like, you know how many times I, um, I've used my degree like to show people that I do what I do? Zero. Zero, yeah. She's like, I've never used it. I've shown my work, and that's what gets me jobs, but never 
my degree. And I was like, damn, you're right. And the work kind of speaks for itself more than a piece of paper. Jeez. Yeah. That so fucking blew your mind. I'm yeah. Sure. I was like, God damn. Yeah. It was a lot to think about, but, um, yeah, I took, I took the opportunity and I went back home in, um, August, I believe real quick for what would be the last time before I leave. Mm-hmm. And I was so nervous to talk to my dad and I, I gathered my dad and my mom at the table and, um, I was like telling him, I was like, this opportunity came up and I started like fumbling over my words and I just started talking and talking and talking nonstop. And he stopped me. He was like, it, it sounds like, you know, what you want to do? He's like, and I'm not going to stop you. I was like, I hope it's the right decision for you. He's like, and that's all I can hope for. And I'll be there for you if you need anything. That's but a, go ahead. That's a real one right there. And I was like, damn, this is crazy. I thought it was going to be such a different conversation. For sure. Um, he didn't really seem disappointed. He seemed like a little nervous, but nothing. Like, if anything, the one that was more sad was my mom. Just because like, her baby's leaving. Yeah, because you're the youngest. Yeah. My baby. My baby. My baby. <laughs> um, so... Tell your pops mm-hmm. you got the job. <laughs> Logic decides to hire you on full time. Now we're in Europe. Yep, still assistant. Still assistant. That's where me and you got actually super close. Remember, we would do our morning. For people who don't know, Juan and me, we would take morning <laughs> walks and we would just walk around wherever, whether it be we were in Sweden, we were in Germany, we were in Paris, we were in, yeah. I don't know where else. I feel like we were. Uh, Dude, yeah. I forgot so it's so oh. many places I've completely forgotten. Exactly. I remember the first time Juan had his first beer. Oh yeah. We were in Ireland. Mm-hmm. We were in Ireland. <laughs> we just got done with tour and Logic B Logic was like, You never had a sip of alcohol. You need a, or no, you never had a full beer. You need to try a beer. And what better way than Ireland? Mm-hmm. Ireland. At a fucking dope like bar, it was a Guinness, right? Yeah, it was a it was a black and tan, which is kind of like sacrilegious over there. It but, is sacrilegious. But um, I still had that. Do you remember why I had to have it though? I remember you lost the bet or something like that. It wasn't a bet. It was I didn't have to. Like no one forced me. Of to, course, but it, I would have been an asshole to everybody else if I didn't. So I didn't drink alcohol, not for any like oh, I don't like it or anything. I just yeah. didn't. I just never did. I Plus, never, at the time, you were what, 21? 22. 22. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, so I just never did. It wasn't, like, a big deal or anything. Um, but we were at the... We just got done with the show, I think. We just we got went, done with, We just got done with tour. Yeah, a show and tour, right? Yeah, that was the last Yeah, this night. was the last one. Yeah. Yeah, and we because went Because the back. next morning, everybody woke up <laughs> tired and hungover. <laughs> yeah. Momberg almost missed the, <laughs> the, 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 the transportation. The bus call? Yeah, the bus call. Yeah, for once, Momberg was the last shout one. Out, shout out to our tour manager, Momberg. <laughs> so... Yeah, what was the reason why? Oh, yeah, we went to the bar, and it was super late at night. Like, they were already closing. Yep. And we all went in. It was like, what, 30 of us just in the hotel? And um, he's like, sorry, we're closing. And then he, he like, the bartender overheard that I'd never had a drink in my life or, like, a full drink in my life. And he was like, okay, okay, I'll leave the bar open only if he has a drink. And he, like, pointed at me, and I was like, fuck going down if i don't have this drink i'm gonna be an asshole because then no one else gets the drink so i had a beer and it was really good and now i'm an alcoholic it's like I'm <laughs> hey man you what a teammate oh here <laughs> we go uh shout out to your first beer <laughs> no. Still not the- there we yes, go there you got go. it yeah yes. 
Yes. So now we've gotten to this part. We've gotten to the part where, you know, you've, you've established yourself, your launch assistant. We did Europe. And then after that, I'm going to fast forward it. We did obviously mm-hmm. iHeart. Then we did uh, mm-hmm. Jingle Ball. And then when did Juan level up from assistant to now pretty much art director for Logic? Yeah. I leveled up when I didn't want to be assistant anymore. And you could tell. No, I leveled up. Um, it, yeah, it, it, I mean, that's kind of true. You could tell. Like, I wasn't. It wasn't my favorite. Well, yeah, thing but in the also world. too, you gotta remember, man. Like you, you, you <laughs> knew, you knew, and so did so did him that like you. This was never permanent. Yeah, it wasn't what I was meant for or yeah. hired for. It was just what was available at the time. However, at the time, he was writing during what was the Europe tour, iHeart, all that stuff. Mm-hmm. He was writing Supermarket. True. He would always talk to us about it, and I'll never forget the moment he decided. It was in Chicago, I think. And it was Jingle Ball. Okay. Um, we're all on the bus. It's cold as hell. And then he brought Mike, another guy that works with us. Um, he brought Mike and I to the back of the bus in his room. And he was like, yo, I'm thinking of starting a production company. And I was like, whoa, that's big. Like, for what? And then he's like, you know, for like movies, for books, for whatever I think of that's not related to music. Um. And he was like, I want to call it Bobby Boy. Um, and Mike, I want you. I'm pretty sure Mike is creative director. He is. I just always mixed up with creative yeah. director, art director. Mm-hmm. Mike is creative director, I believe. And then I'm art director. And he was like, I need you to make the logo. And um, so we can get this company started and everything in the character. So I got started on that. And as soon as I made the character and the logo... I was promoted. So, Bobby Boy Productions. Yeah. You made Bobby Boy the logo. Mm-hmm. How does that feel? Because I know that, like, I remember I remember when you post, I mean, not when you posted it, but when you made it, and then I think it was the first, was, was the first design was put on a hat, right? Yeah. Then it was shirts, and it was selling on tours, Knowing that that logo is it, it's your like uh what the, uh what is it uh it's not Happy Productions like Gilmore Happy Gil, uh, uh yeah Adam happy Sandler mm-hmm. but what's his production company called Isn't that what it's called Happy No mm-hmm. Don't know I know what you're talking about though. Yeah Happy Sandler I'm Billy dead. Madison <laughs> yeah. yeah whatever Yeah Um. Or like, dude, it's, it's it's your Universal, it's your Paramount, it's like your yeah. it's your logo, you know, it's your Warner Brother logo. You know what he is to me? Not to like suck my own dick or like think I'm that good. Yeah. But Bobby Boy is my Mickey. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Apart apart from Nito, who's my like own personal character, like Bobby Boy was like he's a staple that will forever stick with logic. Yeah. He will forever be. Um, synonymous with logic, like you see, Bobby Boy, logic, logic, Bobby Boy. And what's even crazier is like I know I've seen. Obviously, I know I know I know logic has it, but I've seen fans who have that Bobby Boy tatted on them. Yeah, how's that? That's always super crazy to me because it's like, wow, that's permanently on your body. <laughs> I don't know if that's the right choice, but sure. Um, 
but yeah, people like him enough that they want to put him on their body and just wear him on merchandise. And yeah, that was super cool to me. I remember, uh, who was it? I think it was John Linda. He asked me, he was like, what's one of your proudest work pieces? I'm like, honestly, Bobby boy. Cause it's one of the few pieces that I nailed immediately. Like first try drawing Bobby boy. I drew him in my sketchbook. I still have the drawing and I looked at it and I was like, yep, that's him. That's, that's, so that's Bobby boy. It was tight. Yeah. So, so you think that's probably, like your greatest career high point? Mm, for now. For now. For now, yeah. So now being his art director, that was that was what that, what tour was that? Um that was Bobby Tarantino versus everybody. And unless I'm mistaken, Bobby Tarantino versus everybody, that was the first tour that he gave you full reins of everything or just the shirt i remember you guys you guys had talked about it or you had talked to me about it, like oh yeah. yeah you're making you're making a uh like merchandise mm-hmm. all of it or just that shirt no it was i made bobby boy and then we put that on hats the blue hat the navy mm-hmm. hat um and then i made like a couple other shirts for that tour it was like the one the street fighter one that one was so hard that <laughs> I, one was so yeah hard. that was dope that was cool to do yeah for the people who don't know what he did was that shirt it's a Street Fighter game with all the different players or different, uh, what's the word? I'm the for? characters. Different characters. But he put in, instead of having the characters from Street Fighter, he put in us, like the people who are on the tour. He also put in the opening acts that were on the tour as well. So like you had Super Duper Kyle on there. Mm-hmm. I remember at one point you had NF. Yeah. Um, Logic was on there. Then you had the whole squad. So we were all characters, which was fucking fire yeah, it was dope and it was cool to see it on a shirt because that was like the first time i'd seen my work on a shirt that was going to be sold to like thousands of people which was pretty intense i had also done the uh anime the rick and marty animation which was like the opening yep. for that tour every show that's what would come up first before bob walked out mm-hmm. um yeah but i didn't have free range over merch yet i wasn't really doing like that crazy of stuff yet when did when did you end up having free range when the very very first one but it wasn't like my bet my favorite one was supermarket because i did the cover for supermarket You're right. and after bt versus everybody i did the cover for supermarket and then um he didn't really ask for merch for that it was just kind of like i just took the reins on that one and um, I did merch uh, for that. It was kind of simple. It wasn't anything too crazy. It was just a few things. Um, and then the one that really stuck out, like the one that I really, 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 truly got full range over, and he didn't like, because we were in Japan at the time. Um, and he was like, "We should probably start thinking of merch for this." For it was for confessions. Oh, confessions. Of a yeah, it was like yeah. right before it came out. And he's like, "We should probably start thinking of merch for this." And that's all he said. He just left it at that. And I was like, uh, okay. And then I got to work and I made like a bunch of different designs for that. And I, I just made a bunch of them hoping he'd approve at least some of them. And I sent it to him and he was like, yeah, cool. I was like, like all of them? He's like, yeah. And I was like, okay, sick. So I got how to many, work. How many pieces was it? I can't even remember now. It was like three masks, a flannel, like four shirts. Um, See, and you made, that's the thing is if people don't know, <laughs> you made the mask 
what, 2019? 2019. 2019. 20, it might have been 18. 18. I don't know. Before COVID. Yeah. So we were rocking masks before COVID. Yeah. Honestly, Bob knows something we don't. Exactly. He retired right before pandemic. Got the masks right before. <laughs> no, wrong one. Hold on. Hold on. That's right. Ooh. Oh. <laughs> he knows something. Illuminati. Question mark. Question mark. <laughs> But yeah, I did a I did the merch for confessions, and that was the first time I had like complete control Sick. over what what came out, and it was really tight. So now moving forward, right? So we got we got confessions. We're now you're doing merch for Logic. Now you're you know now you're established, you know. And I know mm-hmm. you being who you are, you're very critical about your work. Yes. Um. What is your, I guess I always like to spin it for like, in this podcast, I I definitely like hearing people's stories, but I also want to make sure that people's stories inspire, Mm -hmm. you know, the younger generation, you know, because I think there is probably somebody looking at your Instagram or hopefully listening to this podcast and being like, fuck, I want to be the next one. I want my logic to eventually DM me and give me the opportunity to be where you are now, man. You know, you're established, you've, you know, your work, your artwork is all over the world. Yeah. You know, coming from the donut shop to now being in Japan, being in Hawaii, being in all of Europe, seeing the United States, what's something, what's three pieces of advice that you could give the younger generation that wants to be like, in your position. Damn, three? Three. Three things. I don't three know. Three things. I can for sure think of one immediately off mm-hmm. the top of my head, and that's to shoot your shot with whoever, whatever. Whatever it is that you want to do. This isn't even just like specifically art-related. This is literally with whatever you want to do. Yeah. Just shoot your shot and don't be afraid um, to, to kind of go after whatever it is that you want because you never never know you never truly know what's going to work out and what isn't so for example with me i shot my shot with bob and he could have been like uh no i don't need another worker uh no even when i shot my shot to like uh take the drawing back backstage to him to give it to him he could have said no and i would have been okay with that because i didn't lose anything i didn't already have or not have yeah if that I don't know if that made sense, but it's like if he said no, I still have never met him, and I still don't have a relationship with him. I already didn't have any of that, and I'd continue living my life this, the way I was. So, like, what do you have to lose? What do you truly have to lose? Nothing, right? So that that's super important, and that's something I still uh, carry with me now. Like, just ask if you can do stuff. Just shoot your shot, and if it works out, works out. If it doesn't. Keep living your life the way you're already living. You still owe me two more. Uh, two more. Um, super important one. This is more art related, but I guess you could apply it to everything as well. Um, I always tell kids who are like, uh, what or how do I get noticed? They always ask me that. They're like, how do I get noticed by Bob? How do I get noticed by Logic or whoever? Their favorite artist. I'm always like, you know what? Don't focus on getting noticed by someone because then you start doing work that you think they want and that's not usually and and the reason that doesn't work is like imagine if i had like done sam spratt 
work. It's it's amazing. He's incredible at it. But if I copied it, it wouldn't work as well because there's already a Sam Sprint. You don't yeah. need two. Um, and my thing, re- realizing that, I was always like, do work that you love. Do work for yourself. Like with merch, with confessions, I did not make any of that merch with any of the fans in mind. Sorry, fans, but like I, I truly didn't think about what they would want to wear, what they would like think was cool or anything. I made stuff that I would want to wear. I made stuff that I liked. And when you make stuff and put passion into it, like your own personal passion into it, it shows. So that's that's another piece of advice. Just like always do stuff for yourself and it'll show um, rather than doing stuff for someone else. Nice. Uh, one more? One more. If not, no worries. Because I know. I don't think re- I have another one. It's all good. Those are two real ones. That's good enough. And then another question is, I'm sure in your line of work, mm-hmm. just like in shit, just like in music, I'm sure you think you have a great piece of work and then you send it to whoever needs to approve it. Mm-hmm. And then they say, it's not good enough. Not yeah. what I had in mind. Um, try again. My question is, how do you keep, how do you keep yourself positive and inspired while like during that over, overwhelming, pretty much like, rejection yeah no that's oh damn that's a crazy question that's a crazy question and that's a good one um how do you stay positive i i'm not entirely sure i can answer that like and be like yeah i, I always stay positive because i don't it like bums me out and i'm you've seen it when some of like the work that i'm like really excited about doesn't either doesn't turn out how, the way i want it to or it gets reject rejected mm-hmm. um and also just so people know like You've done work for small artists, big artists. Obviously, everyone yeah. knows Logic. You've done, you've done merch and stuff. So, I mean, it's not just one particular person. It's not like Logic just rejecting rejecting your no, stuff. Like no. there's, there's plenty of people who have accepted your stuff, but also has rejected it. Yeah, right. Of course. Um, I don't, I don't know how I stay positive. I just kind of look at my, I, I think. I barely realized this recently. Usually I don't really stay that positive when that happens. It's not like I'm pissed or anything. I'm just kind of like bummed and then I go work on it more or like fix it to whatever the vision is. Yeah. But I, we talked to six about this recently. Um, six, 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 six. <laughs> and, uh, he said, he, he made me realize he was like, well, when you work with other artists, it's like, it's collaborative. It's no longer just what you do and i was like well yeah but like if they want what i do then it's gonna be what i do exactly and, they're, and, looking they're, out, they're, 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 they're searching for you right i was like it's gonna be what i do He's, he said yes however it's gonna be your work how they envision it and that kind of blew my mind i was like yeah you're right so it's like whenever you get rejection from something or you get notes back it's not that your work isn't good it's just that it doesn't match the vision they were going for, which is what they hired you for. Yeah, which you is, I'm, I'm sure, it, it, it's hard to remove your ego yeah. from that situation, you know? Yeah, it takes it takes guts to, to remove your ego from that and be like, okay, how do I make it something I'm still happy with, but something they're happy with as well? And and it takes a lot of work, and but yeah, you get through it. What's your, uh, what do you think is... What do you think, I guess, fuck, 
let me just say it. <laughs> I'm over here like trying to I'm trying to say it like in the right way or whatever, but um your biggest piece of artwork that you eventually want to do. Um my biggest piece of like size wise or just like what's something I really want to well, do? Something you really not so much size. I mean I mean we can also say that. Like I don't know if, I know you had spoken about you want to like draw a building, right? Yeah, I want to paint murals on buildings. But what's what's another like like if I could do this? Um if I could do I just want to do a lot of the the interesting thing is I never imagined myself doing um merchandise or logos or anything like that. Mm-hmm. As a kid, I was always like, yeah, I probably my my dad would always tell me he's like, you know, there's a lot of money in like uh clothing. And I was, I was like, yeah, I don't really care about the money, though. Like, I just do art for art. Uh, but once I started, Logic is really the first time I did clothing. Um, and then after I did Confessions, I was like, you know what? This is actually really tight. Like, I really enjoy this part of it. And that's something I would love to get into for myself and start my brand Nito and the character and, and do merchandise with him, sell that, and eventually get to a point where I'm doing, like, collaborations with some random company that hits, hits me up and that I enjoy. But when you mean random company, do you mean like not random? I guess like well, there you, are for sure. Like, companies would that, you want to do more like streetwear? Or would you want to go like fucking Nike? Like what exactly? Oh, I'd, if bro, <laughs> if Nike, are you kidding me? That'd yeah. be amazing. Nike, Converse, Adidas. Uh, I'd love to do stuff with them, but I'd also like to do like really, um, random, uh, collaborations that like no one would think of like when travis scott did mcdonald's no one really, everyone was like what right the one collab i'd really love to do is arby's <laughs> no, fuck no oh my god arby's, love arby's. <laughs> you love oh yeah we talked about yeah, that oh arby's. my god i know people to give me all this shit but i'm like oh, oh, i no. fucking love arby's i can't believe you that's disgusting hey, man. <laughs> you're so they the best curly fries. <laughs> their fries are good i don't know about their sandwiches that shit i can't I'm gonna have to eat that shit with my eyes closed because I can't look at it and eat it. Damn. <laughs> what were you saying though? You were saying your um, collab would be. Oh, the, the one collab that's like kind of bizarre, but I think it'd be super tight. And I'm actually gonna do a series on these. Uh, I'm gonna call it, I was trying to think of a name for it, like a clever name for it. Uh, you know, like a faux hawk? You know what that means? A faux, a faux, how you spell yeah, that? Yeah, it's yeah. like fake mohawk. That's what it stands for. Yeah. I think it's like French. Could be wrong. Um, Fuck. <laughs> but I wanna do faux labs. Collabs, full labs. Wow. Um, I want to, <laughs> I want to do a, a full labs and just like do fake collabs or like whatever they would be in my head. Oh, and so, post them. Yeah, and yeah, I don't yeah. want like if something comes out of it, tight. If nothing comes out of it, also tight. So like if you did like your imaginary collab with yeah with Nike whatever company, yeah, that's a fucking great idea. The the one I want to start with is Jarritos. The drink, oh yes, the, yeah, the, the Mexican soda. drinks, yeah, yep. And I want—I already thought of like the merch I would do with them. I would want a special like flavored soda or yep. something to to go with that. And I would want like a bunch of stuff to because like they don't do merch. No, they don't. But neither does McDonald's, and they still did it with Travis Scott. So why wouldn't I be able to do that with them? You're right. You have right. my own drink and just make it uh, like limited time and Juanitos. You know what's actually funny? I was doing research on it, and Jarritos didn't start out doing soda. You know what they started out uh, selling? Ice Trying cream. to perfect? Ice cream. No, it's crazy because it's one of my favorite things. Coffee. 
They did coffee wow. before they did soda. Imagine selling a Ritos Nido collab and it's a it's a coffee. That'd Dude. Be that'd be hard. That'd be hard. That'd yeah. be dope. I think to have like a collab with like stuff you actually enjoy. Mm-hmm. Dude, like if I could have like if I could, like we've talked about it. If yeah. we could have our own custom made beer, you know, <laughs> like if we can have like a a Juan and Pep logo on a beer can and I don't know, somebody from Ventura County decides to like approach us and be like, yo, we want to do it. And then like <laughs> most of the proceeds go to a nonprofit. Just saying. <laughs> if anyone. Anyone. But no, nah, I feel you on that. Um, does your personal passion and your mission change from, has it changed like your mindset from Juan working at the donut shop to now Juan being, I mean, man, the guy who has now drawn or has created merch, has created a cover for a book, who has made a covers for albums, albums, mixtapes, yeah. you know, hats. What, what, what do you like? What's your mindset now? Or has it changed? Has it not? Uh, it hasn't changed too much from college i guess i don't know it's hard to say it's as a kid i always thought i'd end up at pixar or disney or somewhere who said you still can't or do you, I not, mean, want, I can, or do you no, not want to anymore? I, I just don't want to right now okay at the moment maybe later in my life but at the moment i don't want to but that was always my vision when i was little and then when i went to college and i realized there's so much more you could do with art mm-hmm. i was always like I'm like again, not to be cocky or anything, but I can do everything. I'd like I'd like to think that I could do everything, art related. Yeah, and I just want to dive into everything that I possibly can. I want to dip my feet into every part of art that I can. So whether it's like selling vinyl figures or doing merchandise or doing uh, covers for different artists and stuff like that, animation, painting murals on walls, I just want to. Do it all. I don't want to be in a box. That that would kill me. Yeah, fuck yeah, that would. Especially because you're so creative. Yeah, it's kind of why we. Did, I decided to do this. It's because you know I was. There's more. There's more to. I mean, you know, there's more to you than being an artist for. Whether it be just an artist or multiple artists, like you can be an artist for haritos, yeah. you know, or you can make your own toys you can make your own you know children's books you know right. so it's like having that that creative diversity right yeah i just want to i just want to be an artist that's it yeah and that doesn't like limit me to any kind of art just art in general and and like you said that's very similar with you and i think that's why i mean i hope why you and i get along so well is because i know that's not <laughs> that's not the only thing that you want to you don't want to just do security you don't want to do yeah, just is, one thing. That's why we're literally, like you said, that's why we're here right now. It's because you don't want to do just that one thing. Yeah, you got to expand, man. You got to, you got to, you got to make sure your creative juices are going. Yeah. Um, if you wouldn't have been some juices going, ooh, what? Ooh, ooh, ooh. <laughs> if you wouldn't have been a artist, mm-hmm. what do you think? Your I would have died. It's like, what do you, yeah, where do you think but, your life would have gone? Um, damn. If I wasn't an artist. If you weren't an artist. Unfortunately for me, which is kind of scary, mm-hmm. I never had anything else planned. 
I always, since I can remember, since I was like a tiny little kid, I've always done art. I've always been drawing, and I never had a a backup plan. And that's like kind of cool. Like my parents were always like so supportive that I never felt like I needed a backup plan. I know there's parents out there that are like, yeah, art is cool, but there's not like you can't make a ton of money off that. So they're like, maybe think of something else. My parents never, not once. Did they ever tell me that? Sick. So I, I don't have, I never had a backup plan. I don't know what I'd be doing if I wasn't doing art. And my last question, my last question. Oh, man. I know. You're 26. 26. I almost forgot. Right? We're getting old. Durr. We? Me. <laughs> what would your 26-year-old self tell your 16-year-old self. Oh, wow. Uh, or what piece of advice would you give Juan at 16? Uh, I got to think about where I was at the time. I think I was just, I was in high school, about to graduate, because I I made the cutoff point, so I was like one of those kids that graduated at 17 rather than 18. Okay. Um. So I probably was just about to graduate. I wasn't doing very well in school. Um, I'd probably lie to myself. And your twenty six years, your twenty six year old self would lie to the sixteen year old. Yeah, telling him what. And I'd probably tell myself like, try harder, because like if I'm if this was like going back in time, like if I was like future me, like telling myself. Like Back to the Future? Yeah, like if, if, if I went to talk to myself, um, I'd definitely lie to myself and be like, you need to try way harder. Gotcha. Because um, if I didn't, then I'd be like, oh, I'm going to make it, like, at least somewhere. Yeah. And then I'd become complacent, and I wouldn't try, and I probably wouldn't go to college, which, like, as much as I don't have my degree or anything, or, like, my degree doesn't do anything for me, the one that I don't have, um, it still taught me a lot about myself and i learned a lot about art so i might have not done any of that so i'd be like yeah you need to just try harder in school try harder in school um go get your degree or something even though it's a lie i'd eventually realize that it's not exactly what i want to do and yeah because if i told myself i i made it to something cool if i'm doing art for a living then i'd just be like oh yeah okay but i definitely tell myself like keep working on your art for sure yeah but just try harder in school you would lie to yourself. Yeah. You got to lie to yourself. You can't, because like, imagine you can't set yourself up for for something great, because then you're going to be like, oh, okay, no problem. Like, I have nothing to worry about. Then you're exactly. going to stop trying. You become complacent. Yeah. Wow. Well, Juan, you wow. are, you are the, the first person to have been interviewed on wow. Pep Talk. <laughs> Can't wait to get uh, everybody else in here, Jordan and. Oh yeah, trust me. Um, we're gonna be doing a Rat Pack week. Ooh. You know it'll be you know it'll be you, it'll be Jordan, it'll be six, it'll be a couple other names that I'm not gonna announce. It's gonna be a Ooh, great time, but we're gonna secrets. keep we're gonna we're gonna keep it going. Again, everybody, thank you for listening to Pep Talk Episode One, starring Mr. Juan Ramirez. Yep. Uh, catch you on the next time. Peace. Sick.